My name is Sarah Fennell, and since 2009, I have been on a rocket ship of personal growth and life mastery. From quitting my career as a dental hygienist and launching an online business, to becoming an international fitness and magazine cover model, to finding the love of my life, my twin flame, and building a business together, to dealing with chronic illness and suffering from breast implant illness, along with managing bipolar disorder. It has not been easy. I've been in a cycle of losing myself and finding myself for over a decade. But I've come to understand that this is life. I am never afraid to give up the good, to go for great, and constantly reinvent myself to have an extraordinary life. I am a seeker, and I invite you on a journey with me to become the best version of yourself, to live your best life. This is the Fulfillment Project Podcast. What's up? You like the new intro? Ah, I feel like I so needed that. Uh, so I started this podcast two and a half years ago, and my previous intro was what um, what I created when I first launched this podcast. And like anything, you know, we grow out of certain phases of ourselves, whether it's changing your hairstyle or changing your wardrobe or redecorating your house. You know what I mean? Um, so that's the space I was in with my intro. And I was like, ugh, this needs a revival. So um, I hope you liked that little intro. Um, I really enjoyed recording that for you. Okay, so I want to dive into the process of transformational change and reinventing yourself. This is a conversation that has been coming up so much um, very recently, um, but definitely over the past, what, six to eight months since COVID hit back uh, in March. And whenever I see conversations becoming patterns with people, whether it's my clients or people within my network and my circle, I know that this is a topic that I need to dive deeper on and unpack in a a container like this, like on a podcast. And you know, in, in my intro, I say that I'm a seeker and, you know, I know that you are a fellow seeker as well. People who listen to podcasts, people who do personal development, people who ultimately want to grow and change and evolve themselves and their lives, you're a seeker. And it took me a while to actually really understand this. Um, but looking back over my life, I've always been, been a seeker, a seeker of life, a seeker of understanding life, a seeker of, you know, asking questions, a seeker of not really understanding the typical conventional traditional way of, you know, going to school and getting good grades and, you know, uh, getting a, a good solid career and then having a family and and, and getting married and, and just the, the typical steps of life that people expect of you. I, it never really made sense to me or aligned with me. And even when, you know, I look back, I've always loved change. Um, and especially like in my environment, when I was a child, I would probably change up my bedroom, uh, the, the arrangement of it every two or three months. So whether it was my bed was on one wall and then I moved it to another wall or um, I, I, can't, I don't know how many times my mom and I would redo wallpaper or redo color change or redo curtains. Um, and I'm so thankful that she likes uh, taking on projects like that. So I was always recreating the spaces that I lived in, um, especially with moving. Oh my goodness, I have moved so much since I moved out when I was 18 years old. Um, 
I, I honestly can't even count. It has to be eight to 10 times. And in fact, this is the longest place this I've ever been in. Uh, Joe and I got a house together three years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. 2017. So it was three years ago and it's the longest, um, place I've ever been in. Um, and it's the one that's felt the most like home. Uh, and I think that Joe and the kids and, and just being such a, a strongly rooted relationship and, and having a family now has really made that a home for me. My interests have always changed and, you know, I've always been reinventing myself over and over again. Um, and, and, and in order to, to really reinvent yourself and, and, become the next version of yourself and that higher version and, and evolve yourself, it takes transformational change. And I did a post about this uh, last week or the other week, and it got a lot of buzz. Um, it started a lot of conversations because with reinventing myself over and over for probably more than 10 years, I'm going to say 15 years, um, I realized that there are phases that that I that you have to go through and that we and I have to go through in order to get to the other side of the reinvention of yourself or or the change and a lot of people don't get to the other side and there's really two main reasons why people don't change their lives number 1 they're scared of the unknown it's freaking scary to either you know, quit your career and start a business or change business industries or leave a relationship for, um, you know, something better or, you know, to move to a completely new city or whatever that monumental change is. It's, it's hard because you don't know what is on the other side. And the more that I have changed and pivoted and really just followed my heart uh, fully and trusted it, the faster the process of reinventing myself has been. And I think, I think that kind of goes with anything, right? Like if the more you do something, the more you understand the process. So I want to unpack this conversation today with you so that I can perhaps bring some, uh, you know, some, some light to maybe what you're going through, or maybe it's past experiences where you've wanted to change and you haven't, or maybe you've, you've been in a situation right now where you felt stuck for a while. You've, you've wanted to change, but you don't know what that looks like. So you just stay where you're at. Maybe you feel overwhelmed. Maybe you feel lost. Maybe you feel like there, that spark in your life just isn't there anymore. Maybe life just feels like Groundhog Day. You know that movie where um, Bill Murray, I believe it is, keeps waking up and he's having the same day over and over again. So maybe your life has just become a constant pattern and repetition and there's just no, there's nothing new there. There's nothing new to spark your senses um, and your aliveness in your daily life. Maybe you're bored um, and, you know, maybe you're just questioning, is there more to my life? If that is you in any capacity, this conversation today is going to be really, really valuable to you. And when we understand these three phases of change, you're able to embark on the journey a lot better with a lot more faith, with a lot more, you know, just insight as to what is coming down the pipeline. Because in order to change your life or reinvent yourself or, you know, go for more, it takes a lot of internal strength and it takes a lot of work. You know, up until this point, you are who you are because of the choices you've made, because of now the habits in your life, um, because of the patterns that you've put yourself in. And that becomes 
easy. Uh, and, and as a human being, from a, from a survival standpoint, we don't like to be in change for too long or for too often because it sets off our fight or flight and fear mechanisms because to survive, we need to be familiar with our surroundings and have a sense of calmness and peace in our life. And when you go through a change, it's like you heighten all your senses and you need to be very intentional about your actions moving forward. Whereas right now, you know, I'm sure you have a little bit of automatic programming where you get up in the morning, there's probably a series of things that you do automatically um, from any given week. There's patterns that you go through. We get, we are habitual creatures and that's only from a survival standpoint. And in order to break these habits, it takes work and it takes intention and it takes breaking down your current patterns and rebuilding new ones. And you you literally need to rewire your brain to be conditioned to a new set of patterns, to a new set of uh, decision-making filters that you run that you run your ideas through. You need to, you know, recreate new patterns in your life and, and new automatic programming. And depending on the level of commitment, depending on the level of support you have, and depending on the level of dedication, all of those factors go into play as to how long that process is going to take. So when we understand the phases of it, we don't get frustrated or fearful or overwhelmed when we're in what I call the yucky middle, because that's the second reason why people don't change. In the middle of change and evolving and reinventing yourself, it does not feel good (laughs) because you are recreating new patterns and, and new ways of thinking and making new decisions. You have to make new decisions and take different actions in order to have a different life. And so it feels weird. There's a lot of work and and sometimes we don't understand the work involved. You know, everybody desires certain things, whether it is a different type of relationship that you've been in. You know, sometimes we see ourselves in patterns of intimate relationships and we're like, ah, why do I keep dating the same guy or the same girl? You know? Oh, why do I keep bringing on the same type of clients? Oh, why does my body not change? Well, you need to look at how are you showing up in those areas of your life? Because one thing I am so deeply rooted in now and that I 110% understand is my exterior world, meaning the reality, the world that I live in, is because of my actions within it. So the way that I behave, the way that I communicate, the way that I take action in my life produces a result. And so when I want that result to be different, I need to act different. It has nothing to do with anything or anyone outside of you. And and that is called personal responsibility for your life. And I used to be someone who used to think that life happened to me. Um, I used to be, you know, victim, you would blame people, you would want other people to change. um, And you'd kind of be like, oh, well, like this is life. But once you learn to get into the driver's seat of what you want your life to be and your future reality, this is where life becomes actually super duper fun because you are in full control because it depends on your actions as to what the future will hold for you. And 
I have personally seen this play out um, even in relationships. Uh, I've done a lot of work with healing the relationship with my mother and it took me showing up in a different way, uh, responding to conversations differently, putting out more intentional effort into the relationship. And when I did that, guess what? She changed towards me. Uh, and, and that's just relationships that I'm speaking about here because I know that relationships and other people can sometimes be the hardest area to change. And it takes a level of vulnerability and responsibility on yourself in order to create that change. I've even seen that uh, with my relationship with Joe, you know, responding to maybe heated conversations differently, um, proactively doing things to help him and make his life better. And ultimately that creates a different response to the environment that we're living in together. And I've seen that vice versa with, with, uh, for him with me as well. So whatever it is that you want to change in your life, it takes you changing and showing up in a different way first. And I know that's not easy. And, and sometimes we're like, oh crap, I got to do the work, but Hey, this is your life, right? So it depends on how you want it to turn out to be. And, and are you willing to step up into that better version of yourself so that you can have a better life that you want? And when I say having a better life, um, when I say reinventing yourself, it doesn't have to mean that you hate your life right now. It doesn't have to mean that life is awful. It doesn't have to mean that you're in a bad place right now. There's been many times where I've reinvented myself and yeah, sure, sometimes I've been in a really shitty situation and life does not feel good. But then there's been other times where, you know what, life is good and I know someone else with my situations would probably kill to be in my position, but I had just outgrown that area of my life and I wanted to deepen the relationship with myself and, and deepen my experience in this life. So I reinvent and I change. And, you know, thinking back over the past 11 years, so I would say my process of really evolving myself and being intentional with it was in 2009. So when I was diagnosed with a bipolar, um, it was in my early to mid 20s. Um, again, I was in like my party scene. If you've listened to the show before, uh, I did a lot of drugs when I was younger, just in with I'm not even going to say it's a bad crowd, but it was not positive influences for my life at that time. And, you know, when we surround ourselves with people who take certain actions and do certain things and involve themselves in certain activities, guess what? We most likely follow along. We're very much, uh, you know, uh, influenced by our, uh, by the people we hang out with, right? I'm sure you've heard that, you know, you are the product of the five people that you hang around. I know it's five, um, but I'm just maybe butchering that whole sentence. You're the product of the five people that you hang around. So you need to look at who are the five people that you have in your life that you interact with the most. And whether you want them to influence you or not, they do because there's conversations, because you see them doing certain things, because we want to feel like we're a part of something. You know, we're very communal tribal beings. So we want to fit in with the circle that we're hanging out with. And that was what I fell into um, in the mid 2000s. And, and by 2009, my life was a freaking disaster. 
So I moved to Ottawa, um, started working as a dental hygienist, and that was my my first evolution to really take control of myself. Um, that's also when I found the gym um, and started reading bodybuilding magazines and books and stuff that Arnold put out and and really started diving into to health and fitness and taking care of my body. And then, you know, in 2010, you know, I really found fitness from a competitive perspective. I found that passion. I, I really dove into doing work on my physical body. And then I ended up quitting my dental hygiene career and starting my own business. That was another evolution of myself. 2013, I went back to school for holistic nutrition, evolving and upgrading my skills as a coach in my business. Um, And then also transitioning my business out of very extreme body transformations and more sustainable fitness and lifestyle for women. Uh, And then I stopped competing at the end of 2014 when I did my last show. 2016, I started into business coaching, launched a business with it in 2017. Um, and those last three to four years have been, oh my goodness, they've been, so, they've been so up and down and they've felt so messy, but it's because I've been evolving at a rapid rate now in the past four years. And then recently, you know, COVID was a big, a big reinvention for myself. And, you know, we gave up our location, HQ, um, came back to work from home, um, restructured our business. And, and now we're in the process of restructuring again. Um, so now I'm in, I'm in another reinvention stage and, and I'm excited for this one because I'm coming out of phase two and into phase three, which we'll talk about the three phases in a minute. But it's interesting when, when I've talked to a lot of people uh, you know, since COVID hit what eight months ago or so, especially business owners who have we've you know you feel like you get your feet on the ground and then it's like okay no we got to do this and then we got to do this and when you go to shift your business you think it's gonna go one way and you get into action that way and sometimes it works out and sometimes it just doesn't feel right and it's like you gotta move some pieces around and try some different things and see what's really gonna stick from a long term perspective. And so that's the space that Joe and I have been in. You know, by May, I thought I pretty much had our feet on the ground. And then August, a lot of conversations and, and things came up with us. And now um, we're building out a, a vision that is bigger than anything I could have ever have imagined. Um, and it's going to take such a bigger level of myself. Um, and I don't know what that person's going to look like. But hey, I, I'm willing to do the work to step into that because I'm very familiar with these phases. Okay. Let's uh, let's unpack these three phases. So, you know, again, if you're feeling stuck or overwhelmed or lost or you just lost spark in your life, um, you're feeling bored, or just questioning, is there more? It's probably because you're in or you should be coming upon one of these three phases. So the first phase of this transformational change and, and reinvention of yourself is what I call the awakening. And, you know, this is a this is a spot where. I know I'm at this place when I start to see more for my life or I start to yearn for more. So if I'm bored or if I'm just not as, you know, you know, that spark just isn't there in my life um, or if I'm feeling kind of like stuck and stagnant in life and there's nothing wrong with this. And this is where people think there's something wrong in life and they say, I need to get unstuck and oh, I'm just not in a good place. It's a sign. So whenever we feel dis-ease in our life, it is a sign for you. And we need to pay attention to these 
Um, and for, a, for many years, I, I, I ignored this because I didn't understand this process. So I hope this really helps you today that if you're, you know, seeing more for yourself or you're yearning more for your life, it is a big sign that your soul is ready for the next level. And, and it's going to take you stepping up and, and doing some different things in order to move through this process. And, you know, sometimes I get, I get confused. I used to get confused at this stage because like what I said earlier, there's been many times where life is good. Like I have, I had nothing to complain about in life, but it just didn't feel good anymore. And, and the first time I can really remember this is when I was working as a dental hygienist and like, I only worked as a dental hygienist for four to five years. Um, and it was very early on in that career where like, I legit think it was six to eight months into it where I thought to myself, is, is this it? Like this, like I got to do this for the next 30 years of my life. Uh, no, 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 no. There's something wrong here. And I was in a really weird place with that because dental hygiene was something I wanted to do since I was in like grade three, like legit. And, and so from grade three till my mid twenties or early twenties, working towards that, getting into that. And then six to eight months into it, realizing, huh, uh, I didn't think that this is what I was working my entire life for. And so I felt guilty. And, and when we want more and life is good and we feel guilty, this is where we will put up and we will tolerate our life because we feel like we shouldn't be selfish and want more. But I'm telling you, it is a sign. And if you don't move forward and, and, and move into, you know, uh, and you move into phase two and try some different things and, and really start to realize that you want to up level, then you're going to feel stuck for a long, long time. So phase two now is what I call the void and the integration. So after you have had this awakening and, and you realize you want more or you realize there's more, uh, you have more potential or that you want or there is a next level for yourself or you want to evolve and grow, we, we come into this space called the void. And this is a space that can be really, really painful. And I know from experience. So the void is where you sit with who you were and what your life was versus who you know you can be and the life you aspire to have. So you're in this limbo stage. You're between, you know, hey, I know who the old me is. I just, I don't resonate with that person anymore. I don't resonate with that life and the way I'm showing up in it. And I know I want more, but I don't know what that looks like. I don't know how, you know, how I'm going to do that. I don't know what that version of myself looks like. So it's a void. And this is where people can really stay stuck. This is where people feel overwhelmed because they don't have clarity. And this is where you can have a lot of pain because you don't know who you are anymore. And, and you've, you've, you're, you're between identities basically because the ego, which is your sense of self, it is, you know, the person that says, you know, I am Sarah. Um, I live in Milton. Uh, I am engaged to Joe Arco. It is the I. It is everything that you identify as you and as your life. So your ego likes to put an identity on yourself. And there, that can go one of two ways. It can be bad if you root yourself too much in your identity 
and then you want to evolve and you, you really don't know who you are and it's hard to let go of that identity. This happened to me with fitness when I was evolving out of fitness and all I knew Sarah Fennell as for the five to six years I was competing and in fitness, more than that, it was eight years, eight years of, of being not necessarily competing, but really in that fitness world. And, and coming out of that, I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to show up on social media. I didn't know how to present myself. I, I, I didn't know who I was at all. And that was really weird. And it was because I rooted myself too much in one identity. And what I've learned now is I'm such a fluid being. And so are you. We are meant to grow. We are meant to evolve. So be open to the constant change of yourself and this void and and shifting and, and reinventing of who you are and your identity will become a lot easier. And so when we're in the void, this is when you'll need to start taking different action in different ways. So your daily behaviors, your patterns, um, like your your level of conversations with people, and you need to come out of your autopilot mode. Remember that like autopilot patterned mode that I was talking about earlier? You need to come out of that. So you need to start taking different actions. And, and I'll explain what I did in a moment. But this is a very uh, hyper aware phase where, where you need to be really, really intentional. You need to think about what you're doing every day. You need to make different, different decisions. You need to you need to basically try a lot of different things because in the void, we feel lost when we don't know what direction we want to go into. And you know what? You will not know what direction you want to go into unless you try things. And again, people stay stuck because they're scared of the unknown. So um, just trying to think how I'm going to unpack this. Uh, for an example, uh, having, having a conversation with, um, you know, a woman who I've been connected with for many years. She's been a client of mine. She's become a friend. And I know that she's been wanting to evolve her business and coach women in different ways. And, and she's felt stuck for a while. And we've had many conversations. Hi, darling, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm sure you know who you are. And, you know, I was up at her place uh, at, during the summer and we spent a wonderful afternoon together out in her backyard. And, you know, we had this conversation again and she said, you know, like, how do you keep reinventing yourself? How did you come out of fitness coaching and into business coaching? And how did you shift that? And I said, like, there's a transition phase. So, you know, just because you know you want something different doesn't mean that, okay, today I stop doing this and tomorrow I start doing that. There, like for me, I phased out my fitness business for a year while I built out um, my business coaching business with Joe. And so there was that transition. So it, it yes, it's a lot more work on you. There's, there's, you're almost doing double the amount of, of, of work and actions in your life because you're transitioning and you're fading out one area and you're bringing in a new area. And so you need to try different things. And when you can try different things, this is where like the, the, the fear should go away. Because you know what? If you don't like the direction you're going in, you can fall back on who you previously were and, and what your previous life was because it's still going to be there until you've found your new self and your new space that you want to be in. So um, for example, for myself in the void, um, I went into the void in August. Joe and I both did. And um, 
funny enough, so I thought we had our feet back on the ground by May. I'd launched a few courses, really helping people in the online space. And I'm like, yeah, we got this. And summer was feeling so good. And then like this void came. And it's funny because I started thinking like, maybe I don't want to just do online business coaching. Like I feel a little restricted from that. I, I enjoy it. I love it. You know, I, I will always have my feet in an online business. Um, but I, I feel like there's so much more that I want to help people with and, and especially women. So the void came. And interestingly enough, I got sick a week after. So I was sick for six weeks, um, ended up having a gallbladder attack. Um, with that, found out there's some kidney issues, found out I've been um, dealing with chronic Epstein-Barr virus for most likely many, many years, which correlates so many health issues I've had. Um, and so I went into this void and I got really sick. And I took this as an opportunity for me to... Joe took on a lot of the business because I was sick. I sat in my void. I, I really focused on healing. And I realized that, okay, if I want to stop getting sick, if, if I want to really find out what this next version of myself is going to be, I have to start taking different actions. So um, a couple different things that I did. I, I actually started doing the opposite of what I wanted to do. So I would get up first thing in the morning, throw on some clothes, some shoes, and I'd be out the door within like two minutes of waking up and just to like shock my system. Um, I'm someone who likes to have slow mornings. Um, you know, I come downstairs, I feed the cat, grab a tea or a coffee or some lemon water, depending on what I'm feeling like. I just kind of like, you know, answer some emails and putter for an hour. So me getting up out of bed and outside exhilarated my body instantly. It was completely different, total pattern shift. Um, I started creating alarms uh, through my work days where every, every 30 minutes an alarm would go off and I had to get up from my desk if, if I wasn't on a coaching call day, had to get up from my desk and just walk around the house or go outside and walk around the, rock, walk around the block, just sh shift things up. I started buying different foods that I normally wouldn't buy. I started finding unique recipes and, and cooking differently. I actually took on a lot of cooking, which Joe is usually the cook of the house. Um, you know, just doing different things. I started taking different routes, driving. I, I found a different grocery store, um, just something different. And when you were taken out of your regular patterns, guess what? You start thinking differently and you actually bring yourself alive because you're not on autopilot. When we go to the same places and do the same things, we're not even aware of our surroundings. And technically, we're not even alert to what's happening in our life. So I switched things up. And doing that really helped bring a lot of clarity to my next step and our next steps. Um, brings a lot of clarity to the brand that we're going to be building out. Um, it helped me with my healing, ironically enough. Um, I, I feel more healthy, more alive than I have in years and years and years. And, and and I feel now that I am really in the integration phase. So this phase two is the void and integration. And so when you're in the void, you need to start taking different actions. And when you start taking different actions, those new actions need to be integrated into your everyday life. And the more you integrate, the more it becomes your new life. And then you can move on to phase three, which is fulfillment. It is the phase where you feel pride, you feel joy, and you feel, you feel fulfillment for the work that you've done on yourself and your life. 
you will think differently. You will see the world differently. Um, you'll most likely surround yourself with new people, you know, who are matching the, this new vibe and this new energy. And so I feel like I am between integration and fulfillment, definitely. And you know, I just want to go back to phase two for a second because phase two is the hardest and it's where people get stuck and it's where people revert back to their old selves because it feels yucky and they don't get to phase three because they don't really understand it. And, and in phase two, when you are making different, different decisions and trying different things and just bringing yourself alive again, I want you to know that you need a lot of support during this. Um, and so one of the things that I did I have, uh, I hooked up with Jason Prasad, obviously for my healing. Um, I asked around for some book recommendations. So I got into some Joe Dispenza stuff. Um, if you want a really good book, um, what's it called? Supernatural, Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. I have been an avid reader most of my life. I've always loved personal development and spiritual books, even in my late teens, I have never come across a book that has changed my life so rapidly. Becoming Supernatural by Joe Dispenza. That helped me in my void um, back in September so, so, so much. Um, Danielle, um, uh, this beautiful soul from Guelph, she does acupuncture and energy work. Um, she does a lot of clearing. Um, hooked up with her again. I haven't seen her since February. Um, a lot of conversations with Joe. Um, a lot of uh, journaling, um, a lot of meditating. I did a lot of hypnosis. I did a lot of walks. Like you need to support yourself in this phase. So, so, so much. Uh, I listened to a lot of personal development, um, and, and just support yourself. Like you have to support yourself and, and don't feel like you, you need to do it alone because conversations with people through this process is what is going to make you get out of this the most. And especially conversations with people who are on growth paths, with people who have been through what you're going through, with people who you look up to and admire, um, you know, like hire a coach, like do something, you know, reach out to me. Let's have a conversation about it if you're in the void so that we can move you along faster because I know the void feels really icky, but I've, I've come to realize these patterns and these phases, which is why I'm having this conversation with you today to help you perhaps see down the pipeline what should be coming or what you should be moving towards and what is on the other side. You know, that third phase of, of fulfillment, of joy, of bliss, of knowing you've done some work on yourself, of knowing that you are a different person than you were before. And it's not like your entire life completely shifts, but it's more so like what I said, you see the world differently and you'll want to have different conversations and you'll realize that you are vibrating at a different level. We are energetic beings and we have a vibration with us. We have a frequency with us. And if, you, if you're someone who has been on a growth path, you'll realize that perhaps your circle of friends have changed over the years. Perhaps you just don't resonate with certain people anymore. Um, my good friend, Brenda Johnston, um, you know, she quit corporate two years ago and went full-time into her business. And you know, we were having a conversation about how she doesn't really enjoy having conversations with the people she used to work with at corporate two years ago because she's a different person, because she is vibrating differently. And so people who are on the same frequency or same vibe or wavelength or whatever you want to call it will want to connect to each other. And you'll realize that you just don't connect with certain people as your energetic and vibrational state changes as you grow. So 
That is the process of personal transformation, of reinventing yourself and the three phases that I have come to understand. So phase one, the awakening. Phase two, the void and integration. And phase three is fulfillment on the other side of it. But here's the catch. (laughs) Here's the catch. This cycle continues again and again and again. And it's something that I used to think that there was something wrong with me. Um, I used to think that I was ungrateful for my life um, because I kept realizing that I wanted more um, and that I wanted a different level of myself. And that, you know, like with Joe, like we wanted a different level and, and deepening of our relationship. And so it takes work to do that. And, you know, I used to, I used to get scared when I'd go into the void. I used to think like, oh my God, like I've lost myself or what's wrong or there's something wrong with me. I used to think there was something wrong with me. But now that it's been happening more frequently and now that I understand these phases, I get excited because I'm going to up level and I'm going to become a different person and a different human and, and have a better life. Life actually gets easier the more that you grow because you develop yourself, you understand life more deeply and more wholly, and then you can learn how to show up in that world better and with more ease because you have more tools in your tool belt to be able to handle the things that come at you. But when we resist change, and oh, do I know what it feels like to resist change. When we resist change, it gets harder. And it gets painful because as, as a soul, as a spiritual being, as light, as energy, it, you want to evolve. You do. It's why we come to this planet. We do not come to this planet to go to school, to get a job, to pay bills, um, you know, to just have children uh, and just live the same life again and again and again. This is where depression sets in. And as someone who, uh, you know, struggles with bipolar, more so on the depression side, I realize that when I go into depression, it can be because I've stretched myself and I've gone through some, some phases of my, my bipolar patterns. Um, I would like to do a whole conversation with you about living with bipolar. Um, sorry, a little bit of a sidebar. Um, but I've also found that when I get into like apathy or bored with my life or just not, um, like no zest for my life. It's kind of like, uh, it's like you get out of bed in the morning, but you're just not fully alive and excited. That's when I know that I, I, I need to up level because I've outgrown who I am. I've outgrown the patterns that I'm in. I'm out, I've outgrown who I was as a person. So I hope this conversation today has been helpful for you. Um, and you know, stretch yourself grow, become a better human, become the next level of yourself because your soul is calling for it. Maybe through this conversation, you've been shaking your head. Maybe you've had some light bulbs go off. Maybe you feel stuck or you feel overwhelmed. You know, it's okay. It is okay. We all go through this. It's just not many people talk about it. And I'm so thankful to have Joe in my life and, you know, the amazing circle that we have around us and our incredible clients who are all on such a wicked growth path with us. Um, you know, we, we have a community that supports each, other, supports each other through all of this. So if you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for someone to help you through these phases, if you're looking for someone to help you grow and find that next version of yourself or deepen into your business more or evolve your business or 
Maybe you just have a career and you don't have a business and you're looking to feel fulfillment and joy in that again. I want you to reach out um, because this is the the next phase that I am growing into um, and that Joe and I are evolving into. And we are building out the Fulfillment Project brand. Uh, it's It's interesting because this podcast name came to me I remember it so, so, so clearly. It was December 2017 and I'm getting ready uh, in the bathroom, just took a shower, putting my makeup on, listening to like some music and something came through and all of a sudden I heard The Fulfillment Project and I didn't know what it was at the time. Um, Joe and I had been talking about starting a podcast together, um, but we hadn't really gotten to like a name phase. So all I heard in, in my head or whether it was a download or a guidance, I heard the fulfillment project. I didn't know what it was and it resonated with me so deeply. Um, it made me realize that in my entire life, I have been always, you know, I don't want to say chasing, but evolving into fulfillment. Um, and it just, it, it, oh, it's so deeply rooted in me. Anyways, called this project, called this podcast, the fulfillment project. And, you know, when I was in the void, you know, at end of August through September, you know, Joe and I were having some conversations and, and he was the one who just said, he goes, I think the fulfillment project needs to be our next quest. It needs to be our next project to, to evolve into and to bring a community together to work on themselves and evolve their life in, in numerous different aspects. And as soon as he said that, I was like, Yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. And so we've been busy behind the scenes putting together uh, numerous different coaching um, projects uh, for, for new clients and and putting together exercise sheets and, and coaching frameworks to be able to help people um, in numerous different areas of life. And we've come down to, you know, fulfillment really it encompasses the, the the core four is what we call it. You know, there is your business or your career. There is your family, your friendships, and your fun or your experiences that you have in life. And you usually have those with other people. Uh, you have your personal and your spiritual development. And you have your health and fitness. Those four areas encompass the largest parts of your life. And when one of those core four are off, or you don't feel in alignment with it, or you don't feel like you are living up to the standard that you see for yourself in those areas, you will feel like something's missing. And a lot of people don't know how to move forward with this. And whether you know you need the support with your health and fitness, or you want to develop yourself deep, deeply, or you want to work on your emotional intelligence and relationships and, and conversations that you have, or the depth of your relationships, or having more experiences and fun in your life, or you want to deepen, uh, you know, where you are in your career or up-level your business, you know, whatever that is, Joe and I are stepping into this next level of coaching and bringing coaches on board with us and people who uh, really specialize in some of those certain areas. Uh, and it's, I'm so excited. I am so, so, so excited because this is everything. This is everything that I have been doing the past 11 years when I really started my growth phase um, because life is not just one area that we need to work on. It is everything. And it is about balancing all of that as well. It is about having goals in every single area and know how to balance it all so that you feel good, so that you feel like you're holding all the balls up in the air, so to say. 
And when we feel like we're dropping something or when we feel like we don't have capacity for something or when we feel like we're burnt out or when we feel like, you know, our business is overtaking our, our personal life, like that's where things feel icky and that's where life gets hard and that's where you feel exhausted and that's where you question like, oh, like why am I doing all this? And I'm telling you, like, you don't need to feel like that uh, with all the work that Joe and I have done on ourselves and, and where I am with my life right now, still as an evolving being and still someone who gets in the void and I will be in the void again. I know that I've, I've come to know how to balance all of this for my life and it feels really good. It feels blissful. It feels easy. I wake up with a smile on my face. I am excited for my life. And, and I, I want that for you as well. So if you want a conversation about this, um, if you want a phone call, um, this is not a sales pitch. This is not a marketing pitch at all. I want to have a conversation with you. Like reach out, whether you email me or find me on Facebook or, or Instagram, whatever. Like let's reach out. Like if you're really interested in a conversation and feel stuck in your life, I want to help and I want to see how, how I can help you with that. Um, because life is too short for us to feel stuck and miserable. And that is one thing that I have definitely realized. The, the other aspect to our vision and what the fulfillment project will be building out is Joe and I are, are buying a property up North. This is the five to seven year plan. Um, we are building a retreat center. We are building a retreat center for transformational change, um, building a retreat center for ayahuasca ceremonies, for shamanic mushroom ceremonies, for yoga retreats. Um, Joe wants to do what he's going to call, I don't know, man camps or something and, and teach men how to, how to, you know, fish and hunt and start a fire and, and, you know, live more, more rough around the edges. I want a space where I can bring women together we can do personal development. We can work out or do yoga and just work on ourselves. And as I say that, I, I'm like, I have goosebumps all over me. I have almost like tears in my eyes. I have a huge smile on my face. So as I talk about that retreat center, it scares the shit out of me, but is also pulling me forward more than anything ever has in my life. Um, and it's going to take a level of Sarah that I don't know what she's going to look like, but I'm, I'm excited for that journey of that evolution, um, to see what I'm going to be like on the other side of it. So thank you for this conversation today. Um, I had felt like I kind of lost my voice for a little while. And that's a sign that you're in the void as well. You'll lose your voice, whether it's on social media. Um, you'll lose, you, you almost feel like you lose your purpose because your purpose is shifting. Um, that's what the void is all about. And that's why the void is so uncomfortable. And we can think that there's something wrong with us. Um, but, you know, with now I feel I'm definitely on the coming out of the other side of the void, really deep in the integration. Um, I, I've found my voice again and I found a voice and a message and a purpose within me greater than I ever, ever thought possible. Um, because I know what it's like to live in unfulfillment and in unhappiness and feeling stuck and feeling guilty for wanting more and leaving relationships that were good, but just didn't resonate with me anymore. You know, shifting businesses, making money, losing money, um, all the things I have been there. 
Um, and it, it takes support. And, you know, that's why Joe and I are opening up our arms to anybody who wants to link those arms and go on a massive, massive transformational journey together in a community that is fully supported. So I hope this conversation has been useful for you. Uh, it's a little bit of my coming out of the closet for what is next, um, in our journey and within our evolution. And I really hope that you continue to be on this journey with me as well, and that I can continue to show up and serve you. So I hope you have a wonderful day. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. You freaking rock. I love our community. I would love for you to join me over on Instagram. It is my favorite platform to hang out in. And if we're not connected, just find me, sarah.fennel. And I would also love for you to take a screenshot of this episode that you're listening to here today and throw it in your stories, tag me, let me know what resonated with you the most. It helps me create more content for you moving forward. And always remember that we are in this together. <laughs>